around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you today. We're so thankful that you have joined us, honored, in fact, that you are here with us today on Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. It's always a joy to Terry and I to share with you from the Word of God and uh, give you some testimonies, instruction from the Word, food for thought, and uh, just kind of broaden the playing field for you uh, so that the Holy Spirit has lots of of, uh, information and resources just to add a little bit more to your life and help you uh, gain understanding for how we're supposed to live day to day. Everybody's got a plan for their life, and uh, you've got to achieve what you feel like is good for you and your family and your future. And so we're here to try to help that in every way with that we can. So, darling, uh, let's talk to him today about, remember, uh, you know, we were talking about last week on living to give, and uh, we were talking about all the wonderful things that God has been doing in Mexico through uh, Brother Wayne Myers, and then we talked about sp- um, supernatural childbirth and the testimonies that we, we wanted to give and talk about all those things. So, you know, there's a lot happening, and then all the orphan money and things that we've done and given over the holidays and continuing to do so. Yes, absolutely. And so uh, we're thrilled, and you can find us, remember, at terrymize.com and then on the new YouTube channel that we have at Terry Mize Ministries. So um, we're excited. We're, we're working. You know, we're doing stuff that we think will help you. No, absolutely. We're excited about what God's doing. Uh, Here we are in the new decade, new year. Yes. And um, the opportunities are endless. Yes. You mentioned last uh, time on the uh, podcast, and here we are doing video again today uh, for Terry Mize Ministries' YouTube channel. Uh, You were talking about that scripture over in, was it 2 Corinthians? 2 Corinthians 13. 13, that we need to examine ourselves. Verse 5, yeah. Yes, and that we, the Apostle Paul wasn't real happy. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and uh, he had gone to that church and, was, and threatened to go back and get it all straightened out. And so as Christians, we want to do like what 1 Peter 4, 17 says, that it's time, uh, and I want to say in some respects it's high time, <laughs> that the church got their act together uh, because Ephesians chapter 3 says that through the church, through the church. God is going to show the many-sided uh, wisdom of God with all, like the Amplified, it says, with all of its infinite variety and innumerable aspects, God wants to show the wonderful multifaceted part of the gospel that he has given to them because we talked about the love of god that god so loved the world that he gave and that's the whole purpose for giving of course giving the gospel giving our money giving our time giving all of our talents gifts and resources to the world and so that's what you've been doing for 52 years oh absolutely you know you can you can give to somebody without loving them yes as but you can't goes. love somebody without giving to them. Exactly. And uh, we need to realize that that's a real, um, that's a, that's a real mark of a Christian. It is. It's a foundational. You truth know, a lot of times of, of we, we Christians talk about how the world's going to be saved, or won, or impressed, right. or drawn in by signs, wonders, and miracles, which is right. true, 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 yes. true. But I, I've often said from the pulpit that it's not going to be only signs and wonders and miracles. Uh, that draw in the world or draw right. in Hollywood or draw in Washington, D.C. for or that the matter. Unbelieving for that hearts. matter, or the unbelieving heart. Uh, but it's also our giving. Nobody gives their money away like right. Christians do. Right. Christians give their money away. 
and people just scratch their head and don't understand it. In fact, they get really mad about it. No, that's right. They think we ought to be doing something else. You know, husbands have been angry at wives or wives at husbands because they gave their money sure. to the church. Sure, yeah. or because they were tithing or because right. they were giving. Right, And right. Uh, you see so many ministries that, uh, you know, have more name recognition, I guess. They're on television and they've got a, a bigger audience. And, and, I mean, the world just gets mad at them because they people sure give them money. It's like, well, it's none of your business who I give my money to. <laughs> yeah, they'll they go spend thousands. All, oh, yeah, they'll at, go spend at, money. Yeah, at Las Vegas and thousands for this and thousands for that. Or they'll be happy if a Hollywood star or yeah, sing, an actor no or a singer makes millions. Uh, makes millions and flies around in jets, but they get right. so mad. I mean mad. I, yeah. mean, I mean violently yeah. mad because people give money to ministries. It, it's, it's what Christians do that is one of the things that sets us, one of the many things right, that right. set us apart. And then, of course, the real, true, legitimate signs, wonders, and miracles um, absolutely set us apart. Well, you, know, you know, the Pope uh, recently uh, made a statement, and, and, and of course, he's, he's made some really weird statements since he's been uh, uh, the Pope. Uh, but he, uh, uh, he actually said, you know, that, that a Christian, a true Christian, never shares their faith, never uh, proselytizes, he said, Never, oh never tries to convert someone. Oh my goodness! So if goodness. you know someone that serves a false god or is in another religion, he said, "You leave them alone. Uh, everybody's okay. Everybody's a child of God. God loves everybody, and God does love everybody. Yes, He does. But not everybody's a child of God, and not everybody loves <clears throat> God. And whenever the end comes for that person, they're oh going to my. live forever somewhere. Somewhere. And there's only two places. Because the spirit's eternal. When you die, you you are on this earth. Your right. body dies. Right. You're going to continue to live for eternity. I right, mean, no right. nobody really ever dies. Anybody that's ever been born on this planet, Renee is still alive today. Yes. Yes. Uh, and they're but they're only can go to two places, heaven or hell. Right. And Jesus made it very plain. And Jesus said, I am the way, I am right. the truth, I am the life, right. I am the door, I am the resurrection. And then he said this, no man comes to the Father but by me. Right. And that's pretty plain. That's exactly right. It is. And the Pope says, no, nope, that's not true. You can just do as you please. He's kind of like Oprah Winfrey. You know, Oprah, Oprah uh, you, the USA Today has said for decades that Oprah Winfrey's the, the pastor or the spiritual guru of America. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she's a nice lady. I'm certainly not her judge. I don't know her. And I know she does philanthropic things and helps people and does things for charity. And I'm sure she's a nice lady, but she's not my pastor. And I'm not going to listen to spiritual advice from her <laughs> uh, or from the Pope for that matter. No, that's right. Uh, when they don't agree with the Bible. And I've heard her sermon. Her sermon says, you serve any deity you want to serve mm. and you'll be okay. Just mm. pick a deity. Just pick a God. Right. And whatever God you serve, whatever deity you serve, you'll be okay. Well, you know, that will send you to hell. That's right. And it will send you there for eternity. Once you go there, there's no way back. Yeah. Oh, my. And Jesus said, I am the only way. If you want to get to my, the my. Father, you must come through the door. You must come by Jesus. That's right. And so we, you know, that just waters down. If you listen to Oprah, you listen to the Pope. That just waters down right. the whole it point of the Bible, the, the whole crux of the Bible. Yes. It takes away the Great Commission. Yes. It takes away God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, for living on the planet. but have everlasting life. Yeah. It just takes the whole crux of the Bible yeah. and throws it in the trash. It takes missions. Of, there's no yeah. missions. There's no soul winning. Right. It's all about me. Yeah. It's all about me and my comfort mentally, emotionally, in every way, so that I don't put anybody else under stress, mm -hmm. then I don't obligate myself to get involved. Because you've always said, 
and been teaching uh, is that we've got to interrupt people. Oh, absolutely. We've got to interrupt them. Jesus said, uh, you know, John three sixteen that God so loved the world that He gave. Right. So, so who's giving? I mean, if God gave, then we and we're created in His image. We got to give back. And then He said, others will know you're my disciples if you have love one for another. Exactly. So, because I love you, I want to tell you about the gospel and the good things that God has done for me. Like you said, I can't love without giving. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, so lovers I got, I are givers. Give. I want to give you the truth. But if you take that new age, whatever this is, this new, <laughs> new, this devilish gospel. Really? That says leave everybody alone. Right. Th- mm. th- that's demonic. It's devilish. And they will go to hell. And not only will they go to hell, but God will be uh, on your doorstep talking to you about it. Well, and you have no standard, no higher standard. It's only how high man can think. Oh, no, think. you're exactly right. And there's no higher standard because everything in the Word of God is to help us think on a higher level. Sure. And how do I have a good marriage with that? How do I raise children with that? How do I have a family and a future with that? Sure. If I'm, if I'm not supposed to tell anybody about all the good things that I found in eternal life. Well, the only way that would possibly make you think it would be true is if the religion, right. <laughs> if you want to call it that, is the religion you have uh, is not a proactive real gospel no right in other words if you think hey i'm a christian but it doesn't really work yeah there's really no power god's not really doing anything that sure that's the lazy well, well then so you might as well go serve some other god because no, those right. gods are dead too and those gods don't do anything right, either right. and that's the difference you know as a missionary i've been missionary renee for 52 years exactly i've been all over the world this i've met the true. false gods of the world i've been in the the false temples right. of the false gods yes, around have. the world and uh, no, nobody of any other religion, and I've, I've, met, I've met all these religions, I've met all these false gods, these demons, nobody of another religion would say what a Christian says, would say, hey, my God lives in me. Oh, that's the defining God statement. says, I live in Jesus said, my Father and I will yeah. make our abode or our, our dwelling. We'll yes. live in you. Yes. When you walk, we'll walk. When you talk, we'll talk. When you, <laughs> when you move, we'll move. When what you lay life. hands on the sick, we, our hands right there life. with you. And uh, nobody else would say that. Yeah. No Muslim would say, um, you know, Muhammad lives, Muhammad in, me. lives in me. Yeah. No Hindu would say one of the 330 million gods they have lives in them. The spirit. No of Buddhist Muhammad. would say Buddha lives in me. Right. That would be blasphemous. Well, yeah. Yeah. And to so those the, religions. The, the, the difference is with a Christian. Oh, hallelujah. Something you've heard me say so many yes. thousand times over the years is that the name of Jesus on your lips. Mm. Listen to me, Christian. If you're a Christian, the name of Jesus on your lips yes. can raise the dead. What a powerful way to the live. The name of Jesus on your lips <laughs> can heal the sick, can open blind eyes, can unstop deaf ears. The yeah. name of Jesus on your lips can cast out devils. Yes. Hallelujah. You know, there's a new show on television on CBS that I hope nobody's seen. I certainly won't watch it. I won't let it in my house. But it's called Evil, yes. E-V-I-L. You turn around the other way, it says live. I like live better than evil. <laughs> but but the premise of the show is is a Catholic priest and a, and a cop. Right. And they go around to where people are demon-possessed. Neither one of them would have any clue what to do with a real demon-possessed person. You ought to go with me to some <laughs> of the countries I go to, and I'll introduce well. you to a demon-possessed person, a real, live, honest-to-devil, demon-possessed person that's full of the devil. It has the strength of ten men. Well, and here in and, America, and, and, anymore, they're and here the with name us. of Jesus on your lips will cast out that yes, devil. Yes, it will. 
but that cop couldn't cast them out. That priest couldn't cast them out. Mm-hmm. It takes the it takes the power of the gospel yeah. and the power of the name of Jesus. And Christians are the only people on the planet that have the authority and the dominion and the power to cast out a devil and set somebody free. Thank God. Thank God. And that does make us stand apart. But if you're going to believe that is universal that stuff or just serve whoever you want to, right. you don't ever yeah. cast out a devil. No, and it just becomes an intellectual argument then. If you have no miracles and you have no oh, supernatural, exactly. then it just becomes my God's better than your God, you know, and then it just becomes he said, she said. Well, and I've proved that, doesn't yeah. <laughs> I've proved my God's better than the other no, gods. No, that's I've stood right. on crusade yes, platforms have. with 100,000 people in the crowd, uh-huh. and I said, if this Jesus I'm talking about to you, to you tonight doesn't heal this blind man down here, if this Jesus I'm telling you about doesn't heal this crippled man down here, right. if he doesn't walk tonight, then he's no better than your old dead God. Because they exactly. can't heal him either. That's right. That's right. And if he could heal him and won't heal him, then he's worse than your old dead gods because they'd probably heal him if they could, but they can't. And every time God's healed them. Every time. Isn't that every wonderful? Time, Hallelujah. Every time God's healed them. The difference is the, the power of the person right. of Jesus. Yes, living in us. Living in you. That you are a 24/7. Christian, a Christ-like one, an imitator of King Jesus. Amen. That Jesus lives in you and the name of Jesus on your lips will set people free. And that that, that a, sets us apart yeah. from that nonsense that Oprah Winfrey and the Pope yes. are saying just serve whoever you want to. That will send you to hell. Well, in saying that Jesus lives in us and that we actually have the power that he has given to us legally, yeah, yeah. then that gives us a much higher, dignified, noble, powerful life to live in. Well, that it, I'm not just left to my spirit, soul, and my body here on this planet, but I actually have heaven's supernatural power. And I think because sometimes, Terry, it has to be the fact that Christian leaders, as in the case you were talking about with the Pope, that, that people really, religion, a lot of times doesn't even understand spirit, soul, and body. Well, of course they don't. They don't understand that as Proverbs says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, and that when Jesus comes into our heart, like you said, yes. he will come and live in us and make his abode in us, Absolutely. and he will live his life. Like A Paul said, to God that lives, lives in, in you. Yes, and it's like ever alive, ever living. Ever living. And he's, he's that God, like Paul told the Ephesians, that we're to live out of the inner man that we're to put off the old man. That means where we're the old man being symbolizing being just living out of the flesh, right. everything that has to do with the carnal mind, the flesh, the intellect, uh, that are enmity, Romans 8 says, yes. that are enmity against God, yes. and that we are to walk in the Spirit. Well, that's the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus that lives in us. And when the religion doesn't understand that kind of power, right. then they can't even talk. So they have to well, come up with something like that to, to give them credibility. And the church has been lulled to sleep right. by this demon spirit called political correctness. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. You and I both believe very strongly (laughs) that the same demon from hell that's named political correctness in the world world. is also called seeker-sensitive in the church. That's right. That's the same demon that goes into churches (laughs) churches and says, let the believer do as they please and let the preacher shut up. 
Right. Don't tell me I'm sinning. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Don't tell me I should do better. Don't no, offend no, no. anyone. Let me do exactly what I want to do. Live how right. I want to. I want to live like a pig and be blessed like a sheep. <laughs> and pastor, don't you tell me any different. And I don't want to feel bad demon. about my sin. No, 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 no. Don't make me feel bad about my sin. But that's the same Ooh. demon, Renee. The yeah, same demon that sold, thing. that sold political correctness to political correctness to the world sold seeker sensitive to the church. There's no truth in it. And so, therefore, you'd go back to the Pope's doctrine and yes, Oprah's doctrine. Of, exactly. I'll, do, I'll do as I please, and I'll be all right. Yes, every man does that which is right in that his made, own that eyes, That made like me the think, as we were talking about it, it made me think, and I turned over here to Ezekiel chapter 3. Listen to what this said. This is a scary verse. Wow. Yes. This is a scary, scary verse. I mean, I've read this since I was a child and said, dear God, that's not fun. Listen to what the Lord said. He said, son of man, or let's say it in our vernacular today, Christian worker, chapter 3 and verse 17 of Ezekiel. He says, Christian worker, I have made you a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. That's very, very When I sacred. say to the wicked, you shall surely die. God says to the wicked, you'll surely die. Yes. If you don't straighten up, you're going to die. You can't be wicked and, and live. No, that's right. And he right. says, when I say to the Hell wicked, will kill you. you shall surely die. And then you don't give him a warning. Warning. You don't go to him and warn him, warning. nor speak wow. to warn the wicked from his wicked way and to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity or in his sins. But his blood, this is scary, but his blood will I require at your hands. Wow. God said, if you don't go tell the heathen to turn from his heathenish way. Right, right. That's an indictment. And he dies in his sins. Yes. He says, his blood's on your hands. He said, but here's the good news. He said, but if you you do warn the wicked or the heathen, if you do warn them, and he doesn't listen, he doesn't pay attention, he doesn't turn from his wicked way, nor from being a heathen, he will still die in his sin, but you have delivered your soul. Well, I've actually had pastors tell me, Terry, that, like that, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> Is that something? I said, what? They said, that doesn't really mean that. That doesn't really mean that, that God's holding their blood to your hands or that, or that you've delivered your soul. That, that doesn't mean that. I said, well, what do you think it means? It's just, I mean, it's right there in black and white. Right. Right. God didn't stutter. He didn't. He didn't. I mean, he just said what he meant. Meant what he said. And he's big enough to back it up. But that's that's the danger of political right. correctness. Right. That's the danger of seeker sensitive. Exactly. Because, uh, as I've said so many times over fifty-two years of ministry around mm-hmm. the world, people have come to me and said, "Brother Terry, Doctor Myers, tell us about revival. What's revival? Tell us about revival." And I've always just made this statement: said, "Well, revival is when the Holy Spirit interrupts the church." That's it. When the Holy Spirit <laughs> interrupts the church. Because we know how to have a church without the Holy yes, Spirit. Sadly. We know how to have a church without God. I mean, churches all over America and all over the world do it. We know how to show up on time. We know how to, how to start on mm. time. We know how to sing three fast songs, three slow songs. We know how to make announcements, take up an offering and preach for 20 minutes and go home. Every church knows how to do that without God, without the Holy Spirit. Well, yes, we do, sadly. That's sad. It is sad. But what happens with revival is that all of a sudden we're just there at church doing our little church, and the Holy Ghost shows up. Yes. And he says, sit down, son, I'm taking over. And I mean the Holy Ghost interrupts the church, then you have revival. And you you have salvation, and you have healings and miracles. And so it's the same thing with our Christian life and Christian duty. 
is that we have friends, we have relatives, we have neighbors, we have co-workers, we have people all around us that are going to hell. Mm-hmm. And political correctness tells us, don't you tell them they're going to hell. Don't offend them. Don't you offend them. Yeah, don't you tell don't them they serve them. the wrong God. Don't you tell them they're in sin. Don't you mm-hmm. tell them they're going to yeah. hell. Well, they're going to be a lot more offended for eternity in hell yes. that you didn't tell them right. than they are going to be offended that you did tell them. Well, and God will and, give you wisdom. He'll show you how to per person. No, absolutely. You know? And that's the, that's the thrill of it is that it's, it causes you to have to be really sensitive to the Holy Ghost to know how to maneuver with different kinds of people. Oh, absolutely. You grow but as a point, Christian. But the point is, every baby born on the planet yes, sad. has a date yeah. with hell. Every baby born on the planet, their destiny That's right. is hell. Unless, unless. <laughs> unless they get interrupted. Unless Hallelujah. a Christian, yes. unless someone like you, someone like me, someone like yes. the people listening to us today, unless you interrupt them and say, oh, honey, let me tell you about Jesus. Oh, oh honey, my, let me my. tell you what Jesus did for me. Did for me. Hey, I used to be on drugs. Let me tell you what Jesus Hey, That's I used right. to be a, a, drunk, a drunk. Let me tell you what I used to be. A, I used to beat my wife. Let me tell you what Jesus did. Oh, you, know, you start saying, let me tell Thank you, you what Jesus did for me and interrupt yes. them. Yes. So they don't walk over that precipice well, into hell for eternity. Yes. That's the interruption I'm talking about when I say we must interrupt people. We must love people. You know, if you don't interrupt them, you don't love them. No, that's right. That's what you have to Can remember. Can you imagine saying, well, I'm not going to witness, to, I'm not going to bother my husband or my, my child mm-hmm. or my grandchild and tell them uh, they're going to hell or tell right. them they need Jesus. Uh, I'm just not going to offend them. Well, they're going to go to hell. Yeah. And not only are they going to be tormented for eternity, right. God says their blood's on your hands. Well, I would encourage you today to start the interruption process yes, be an in prayer. In prayer, start praying because the love of God is shed abroad in yes, our heart yes, yes. by the Holy Ghost, yes. and God put His love in our heart to love people like He loves Absolutely. people, Amen. and that God wants us to look at the world, a lost world, how He looks at them. He said when Jesus went up on that mountain and looked down on Jerusalem, He said they were like sheep. They had nowhere to go. They had no shepherd. They didn't have any hope. But when you get there, God gets there. God shows up. And you can show, and you're just like this giant refrigerator that shows up with the wisdom of God, the power of God, the love of God, the goodness of God. You show up with everything that that anybody on the planet could ever need when you show up full of the Holy Ghost and full of the Word. I really have a great scripture. That we don't have time to give, but remind but, me and we'll pick it up next week. Well, just whet our appetite. We got, I can give you two minutes here. Just whet our appetite. Well, no, it's just in Matthew chapter 9. It's just such a wonderful, marvelous, many, many glimpse of redemption. Yes. And it says they brought a sick man to Jesus. It says they brought him. We don't know who they are, but they cared. They, they brought him. They brought to him they. a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the sick of the palsy, hey, cheer up, (laughs) cheer up. Your sins are forgiven you. Hallelujah. And it really irritated the religious people. Oh, it did. It messed them up. But Jesus knew knew their thoughts. He knew what they were thinking. And he said, why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say? Now listen to this. Jesus said, what do you want me to say? I'll say whichever you want me to. You got mad at me because I said your sins are forgiven. You'd rather me say you're healed? Okay, I'll say you're healed. He says, so which is easier to say? Mm. I'll say you the one you want me to. They mean the same thing. <laughs> For which is easier to say, your sins, sins be forgiven, forgiven, or to say, arise, arise and walk? walk? He says, I don't care. 
But that you may know the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he saith to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up your bed and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. (laughs) And when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power to men. And I'm still glorifying God for the same reason today. Yes, we are. Jesus said, Cheer up. Cheer up. And he'll say, I'll say you're healed or I'll say you're forgiven. It means the same thing. It's the many story of redemption that if you're if you're saved you're healed if you're it, born again healing belongs to you it's worth interrupting people it get should inspire you <laughs> i mean you've got that kind of power like jit terry says the name of jesus on your lips remember psalm 103 he forgiveth all he healeth all it's a dual covenant give it's a, just as give easy a book away we're going to give our book away <laughs> today and we want you to know that uh, hello, you are more than a conqueror. And uh, this is out of Romans, the eighth chapter. Terry has preached this around the world for 52 years. And if you'll just call us, write us, talk to us, email us, whatever, we'll be glad Online. to give you this book free of charge, more than conquerors. And we want you to know that that's God's plan for every person on the planet today. And we just want you to know how much we love you. We're for you. We're believing in you. But most of all, you know, God wants to do everything he can to interrupt your life for, and take it from the natural to the supernatural. Amen. And help Amen. you become more than a conqueror. So we also want you to know about uh, this wonderful book that Jackie Mize, Terry's first wife, wrote called Supernatural Childbirth. We get so many testimonies about this book every week uh, through text messages, emails, phone calls. Um, This is a tremendous book, and we're going to be doing an interview with a wonderful young woman named Elizabeth Williams that Terry has known uh, practically, I I guess, all her life. All her life. And um, she has had uh, babies supernaturally, used this book, seen proof of it, as we have with many young women. And we have seen um, what, you know, was impossible is possible with God. And so we're going to do this interview in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and, next week, I think. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're excited about it, looking forward to sharing these good things from the Word of God that'll that'll encourage your faith and give you the opportunity that you can uh, use your faith, grow in faith, and then tell somebody else about it. Amen. And we also have it in prayers and promises, too. So if you want to get in touch with us with the office and get these, you're, you're welcome to do so and call us. But our time is gone for today, and we are just excited that you've been here with us. We are thrilled to have the opportunity that we have to give to you, um, you know, the words of life and show you the path into the Word of God of these things and encourage your faith and make it strong in the Word of God and let you know that no matter what in life you are, more More than than conquerors. conquerors. God bless you. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.